This is the Wait For It Podcast. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining me back here on a Wait For It Wednesday episode. I'm going to be trying something a little bit different here today. And it's going to still be my anime reviews, but with a little twist. So you guys might remember that we've talked in the last couple weeks about going through a lot of our old content. And a lot of episodes had to get uh, pretty much canned uh, just for quality purposes or different reasoning behind it. But that also meant some of my anime reviews that I had done in the past. And instead of trying to just redo them and and do this over a couple episodes i had a couple animes that i wanted to circle back around and a couple that i haven't talked about as well but i might might have mentioned in passing so before we get started make sure you guys are following us on facebook instagram at wait for it podcast and you can hit us up on twitter at wait for it pod as well now without further ado we're going to get right into it and i've got five anime that I think you guys should be watching. And I'm going to try to do this in just 10 minutes. Normally, if you've listened to the episodes before, it takes me 10 minutes to just give you a decent amount of information on why you should watch a series. But I'm going to try to try to break it down and, and try something a little different here. So, let's get into it. The first anime I'm going to recommend, this is one of our bigger hits. Uh, an episode I was sad to have to get rid of, but an anime that we talked about previously called Rascal Does Not Dream of a Bunny Girl Senpai. Yes, that's how I'm starting off this episode. And I'm going to give you guys, you know, just like your Wikipedia facts about the show, but then I'm going to maybe try to add a little spin on each one as to why I recommend it. If you're a first-time anime watcher or you're seasoned, Uh, These are all good recommendations no matter what. There's going to be something on this list for everyone. Rascal Does Not Dream of a Bunny Girl Senpai. I'm just going to call it Bunny Girl Senpai for short (laughs) for the sake of time. That show has a main character, Sakuta, and his life takes a turn for the unexpected when he meets a teenage actress called Mai. She's dressed as a bunny girl, wandering through a library and not being noticed by anyone else there. Mai's intrigued that Sakuta is the only one who can see her as other people are unable to see her even when she's dressing normally or attempting to stay away from her celebrity life. So he calls this phenomenon adolescence syndrome, and he decides to solve the mystery, and throughout the show, he meets other people that go through very similar things, himself included. It's a really neat concept of a show, and with each show, I'm going to give you just a little bit of a taste of what the show entails not too too much into spoiler territory but definitely to give you an idea of what the show is about this one in particular was one of my favorite that i had watched it's one of those shows that just kind of takes you on a ride it takes a lot of twists and turns that you don't expect and with a title like that you really would think the show is going to be a little bit more fan service uh, and a little bit more comedy and the show does have its funny moments but for the most part It's fairly serious, and it has a lot of supernatural elements to it. Another show that I'm going to recommend to you guys here is Darling in the Frogs. And this is an episode, that one of the first episodes that I ever did 
reviewing an anime. Uh, it's a big, big show that my brother loves uh, from start to finish. And this one's a little bit more complicated. I'm going to play this one close to the chest. This one is a little bit more out there. So Darling in the Bronx is a show. takes place, it's like post-apocalyptic. And it's in the future where pretty much all of human civilization has abandoned the surface. The adults and the children live separately. Adults are pretty much immortal, but they don't have procreation or any relationships anymore. They're basically undesirable. And they artificially create children. They term them parasites. And they use those parasites to fight the creatures that are out in the world called the Klaxosaurs. This is them. Uh, this is required for the children to pilot a Franks uh, or Franks, whichever way you want to pronounce it. And I, I don't want to give too too much away in this show, but there are two main characters that drive the whole series from start to finish. And it, it really is one of those things where, even with maybe some faults, because it's not a perfect show. It is one of those shows that just grabs you from that first episode, and that's that's really the thing I want to highlight here for this particular show. It's just one of those things that when you watch it, you're just like, "What the hell did I just watch?" And it's one of those things that make you keep coming back for more. You've got your main character hero, and then he encounters a character by the name of Zero Two, and she refers to him constantly throughout the show as. Uh, her darling. It, it's really a interesting show with where they take it. I would say the first half is much stronger than the second half. In fact, the first half is one of the most impressive anime seasons. I count them as two separate seasons, even though it is technically one. But if I was to break them into two, the first half or season one of Darling in the Bronx is is one of the best and most intriguing animes that are out there. There are definitely a couple things you're going to have to look past, but you know what? Just for the sake of time, I don't think I'm going to get too too much in that. How about、uh, I leave you with that surprise if you're watching for the first time? So my third anime I'm going to bring up for you guys is a little bit out there. It's called Snow White with the Red Hair.、And、this one I haven't mentioned at all really in my anime reviews, and it's really kind of off from what I normally recommend. This is a show that I watch with my wife, and I, while I wouldn't do a full episode on this, a, this is a good platform to bring it up. If you're looking for something that you can watch with a significant other, you're looking for a love story, you're looking for something romantic, a little cheesy,、um, but you know it kind of just gives you that warm fuzzy feeling. This is a show for you.、Uh, Shiryuki is the main character here. She's a herbalist in、uh, herbalist in her、uh, city or in her kingdom, her town. And due to her hair color, obviously she gets a lot of attention.、Um, nobody else really has the type of red hair that she has. You, you know, of course, in Japan, red hair, typically in my understanding and experience, is a big significant meaning. So she was raised to always be careful. She's pretty independent, and when she starts to get the attention of the prince in her kingdom,、uh, who wants who wants her to be his concubine, he pr- she pretty much refuses. And runs into a neighboring prince、uh, called Zen, and they pretty much, without overcomplicating that story, they begin to fall in love with each other, and eventually, you know, begin a romantic relationship as well. And and that's something that, you know, while 
you're looking to the show and, and, you know, we don't want to get too much into spoilers. It is a good story and it's only two seasons long and, and it does, it does take a, a great path. It's not one of those like switch baity shows, but you are constantly aching to see where it's going to go and how it's going to get to the end. The next anime I'm going to bring up is one that I've mentioned before, uh, an episode that I briefly did, and I'll probably do a full-on episode about, and that's called Black Clover. Now, this series focuses on Asta. He's a young orphan who was raised from birth um, after being abandoned at an orphanage, along with his fellow orphan, Yuno. And while everyone else is able to use mana, which is like magic powers, uh, Asta is the only exception. He has no magic ability. And he mainly is trying to make up for that for physical strength. You know, on the other hand, is pretty much like a prodigy. He has like immense, strong, magical power. And he has the ability to control wind magic. When they, uh, they both have a desire to be what's called the Wizard King, which is like the highest of the high in the magic world. And it's something that they constantly fight for throughout the show. It's currently in their second season. And I, I got to tell you, I mean, there it is definitely a long haul type of show, um, kind of like in a Dragon Ball Z way where, and there, there's many other examples, but there, there, is, there are some drag points. But I'll tell you they're worth it for the character building that, that does happen throughout because you'll think that these characters are going through and doing something just like completely unrelated to the plot. But that experience that they have comes into play when a character's life is in danger or or a character does die it makes a big big difference overall and i've got to say i've i've enjoyed the ride so far and the way that season 2 has been going has has pretty much been nuts and wrapping up here guys around the 10 minute mark tokyo ghoul is a, a show that i really really enjoyed this show is about uh, a boy named ken kaneki he's a college student who barely survives a deadly encounter with his date who reveals him herself to be a ghoul. And these are very, very strong beings who basically consume, consume human flesh to survive. He goes underneath a surgery, transforms in, into a half ghoul, basically. He was given some of the organs transferred into his body. And now, though he is still part human, he has to consume that human flesh in order to live. It's a, it's a really interesting show that, that shows a lot of those daily struggles about fitting into a society like that and really having to keep that secret away from people that you've grown up with and you live with. So that show itself, I would highly recommend the first season. I would just caution you after the first season, you're treading into an interesting category. It can get pretty confusing. There's, there's a lot of backstory there. Maybe a conversation for another time. Now I definitely wanted to try something a little different here today. Hopefully I didn't rush too quickly with it, but I did want to still provide an episode with some of these uh, lost animes that I had discussed in the past, bring up a couple new ones, and really just kind of shake it up here on this Wait For It Wednesday. If you like our content, guys, please give us a review on either Apple Podcasts or on our Facebook page. As always, we truly appreciate the support, and if you have any animes that you recommend, hit us up at Wait uh, anchor.fm slash wait for it podcast slash message, or you could check the details in the links below. Thank you guys for everything, and I'll see you next time. 
This is the Wait For It Podcast. 